Hello? Are you there? Yeah. All right, we're live. Woo. Hey, John. Heading into the playoffs. Narf is sadly not in the playoffs, but we all know who is. It's Lamb Chop. Yeah, Lamb Chop. Go Lamb Chop. We love him. Yay. It would have been more realistic if Michelle had said that instead of you. I was just laughing at him. <laughs> okay. Kind of silently, like, doing the Arsenio, like, hand pump thing. Yeah. So, so Michelle, are, are you are you aware that you're potentially going to marry league greatness? Is that an I, important factor for you? I'm reminded of that frequently. I wouldn't say it was the important factor, but you know, I, I've been told about his success in this league. It's well, when he, what does he consider success? <laughs> what have you been told about? Because his teams are good. Advanced, advanced metrics are always the most important ruler for success and greatness. I, I guess so. Um, all right, Michelle. Well, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Hello, I, everyone. I, yeah, it's been weird because I assumed you would have wanted to come on last year or the year before, but you you didn't. So, welcome now. Thanks. Yeah, I think last year was a little difficult because we were traveling, um, but we heard about. I heard. I've heard so much about you guys. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, it's kind of weird you haven't met any of us, though, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I know. Well, this year's been crazy, but it is kind of nuts that I've heard so many stories, but haven't still have trouble putting faces to names and everything, or even yeah. names to names, to be honest. You're the same as Ed. So, so you, <laughs> you and Lamb Chop have been together for how long? How long have we been together? Three and a half years. <laughs> um, we actually put this together yesterday, Narf, is that the last time we were at Wildwood... Michelle and I were chatting on Bumble and had yet to meet, but we had been talking while I was in Wildwood with you guys. Is Bumble like a Tinder thing? I don't really know how that works. Yeah, yeah, it's a dating app. Oh, okay. So you're just That's putting it out there that you guys met on Tinder. We met on a lamer version of Tinder, but yeah. But don't you both work for Amazon? We do. Yep. But you didn't know each other through that. Correct. And we, we actually still swiped in spite of the fact that we both worked at Amazon. And Amazon doesn't have some like internal behind the scenes like Tinder app for its own employees to hook up with each other? <laughs> they, they do. It's called Prime Meet, but we just yeah. don't use it. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Okay. So, <laughs> so three and a half years, but COVID's only been around for like nine months. So it feels like maybe Michelle could have met other Trons in that time. She met, I think Anton mentioned it, she did Zoom with uh, Anton, Lionel, Noah, and their wags. Okay. Okay. I guess, I guess, uh, I guess I'll allow it. So, so you guys you are know, in... I think the only Trons otherwise I've seen since we've been together was actually you and Frogger in Boston. But she was not there. Oh, yeah, we did. That, I, I like didn't actually remember that at first, but we did. <laughs> We went to that we went to that pizza place and then we watched football in, in Frogger's like apartment, right? Yeah. Yep. Got it. Um okay. I guess Michelle, you could have came, but you probably weren't in Boston. No. So how's um you guys are still living it up in Hawaii? We are. We are taking refuge in Hawaii. Yeah, that's that sounds, it, sounds it, great. It, it, you know, it's been trying times for all of us. Yeah, I, I was standing outside in like 20 degree weather with my dog 10 minutes ago, but I'm but I'm sure it's really hard in Hawaii too. 
what, uh, are so are you actually ever like coming back to the contig as i've heard you call it or are you guys just living out yeah, there now? we'll be back in the contig in about a week and a half but you already extended this once right weren't you Correct. supposed to be back already yeah we were gonna we were supposed to be back at the end of november and then seattle went into shutdown and we were like well let's not go back to that that seems pointless so we decided to stay longer you guys just in an Airbnb or something, or what are you doing? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. What what island? Kauai. Is that a good one? I don't really know. I guess they're all good ones, right? They're all good. Uh, Kauai is laid back. It's nice. It's not as um, built up as Oahu and not as like resorty, I guess, as Maui. It's my favorite one. So beach is small though. Are you just on like you just go chill on the beach every day? Is that what life is like? Yeah, we finish work around three or four in the afternoon because we stick to Pacific time and then we'll like go to the beach or do something else after work while it's still light out. Is COVID a thing there at all or are people just living normal lives? No, it's a thing here, but it's the rates are low, but like all the locals and the mayor are very freaked out about it. And they want to like shut the island down again, which they actually did last week in a sense in that they're doing they're back to mandatory quarantine for anyone entering the island. And people gotcha. wear masks, and it's like mask mandates and all that kind of stuff. But on the beach, people don't wear masks. Um, so it's not, like, crazy intense, um, like some places in the Contig. But, you know, we, we get to have a little bit – I think it's a little more relaxed. Yeah, it must be really hard for you guys to have to come back to Seattle eventually. Yeah, it is. Um, so, Michelle, I hear you are engaged to, to Lamb Chop. Is that, is that correct? That is true, yes. Okay, but I, I've, I was going to ask you, but multiple other trons have already spoiled it. It seems like you guys had to postpone your wedding this year. We did. We were supposed to get married in July, right? Yep. Yeah, and um, postponed it to next August. Yeah. So was the thinking mostly COVID-related or just more time to change your mind? <laughs> I'm going to say mostly COVID, but the other ones crossed. Yeah, I mean, have another year, think it through. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but like now she went to see how this season turned out and it's like reaffirmed her faith in her choice. So, okay. So if Lamb Chop wins, you will go through with it. That's what we're, that's what's at stake. I thought I already won. Well, you didn't win the playoffs. You won the regular season. You do that every year. Yeah, the important parts. Uh, all right, all right, fine. Is he always like this? Yeah, he's terrible. Um, <laughs> but I've, I have questions about this. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't you worry. Um, so it's, it's funny because if you were supposed to get married in July, I don't remember getting my invite. I did move. So like there's a chance it got lost in the mail. But how can we fix that for this next coming year? <laughs> um, good question. Um, Michelle has thrown out she thinks we should do the live draft at our wedding. <laughs> Ooh. I'm very open to inviting all of Tron to meet you guys. And all, all of all of Tron or all of Legends? Well, I was very opposed to this original different. idea, as you can imagine, because of certain uh, League members at the time. Things have changed that make it more palatable. Interesting. I can't imagine what that would be. What? Yeah. Um, where? Where is this wedding supposed to take place? Um, Bainbridge uh, Island. It's just um, right outside of Seattle. Okay, got it. Are you Are you from that area? No, I'm from Toronto originally. Um, I thought you but, sounded Canadian. I don't have a Canadian accent, do I? You do, you do. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have called it out without knowing that, but I hear it now. Oh, okay. As soon as I say, um, what are the words? Washroom. Sorry. And, sorry. A boot. 
No, it sneaks out. In okay. little ways. You'll hear more of it, I'm sure. Got it. So wait, what was the name of the island you said? Bainbridge Island. Bainbridge Island. Okay, got it. So is that a good is that a good live draft location? Um, I don't know. Sure. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> it gives us a chance to think about that. Mm. Uh, I don't know that Yoni would like us stealing his thunder, though. Well, he's had 10 years of unsuccessfully creating his own thunder, so I don't know how much... <laughs> although, I think there was a year Fuse actually, like, offered to host it in his house, and, like... Oh, he hosted it. it. He hosted that live draft in that, like, conference room. It looked thrilling. I went to that. <laughs> <laughs> I took a train from Philly to go to oh that. That was that was Fuse bringing fantasy mags. That was the season where it was... it was First of all, I think it was Hudson. I think it was a conference room at NYU Law. Uh, it was Hudson and Fuse and Anton and Lionel. And everyone had computers, and Fuse had, like, three, like, fancy pro magazines. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, so Michelle, you, you work at Amazon, right? Yep. I work on Alexa. Oh, cool. What, like, what particularly do you do? I work, I do product management for the music experiences on mobile devices. Okay. So, I am, I am a big Alexa fan. I have, like, 20 of them, like, one in every room. That sounds like too many. <laughs> yeah, it, well, my wife definitely thinks so, but I keep like buying the really cheap ones and adding them when she doesn't notice the difference. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So they're definitely like listening to us and data mining me right now, right? If there's an Alexa in my room? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's um, why they keep sending you all those lemons. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I get the ads. Okay, so you work at Amazon. <laughs> Are you a better Amazon employee than Lamb Chop? Oh, 100%. Like, he'll, he'll even agree to that. Oh, yeah, for sure. She's way, she's way, I, I don't know if she's necessarily a better Amazon employee, quote unquote. She's better at being a product manager than I ever was, for sure. So did you guys have to, like, disclose your relationship to HR or anything like that? No. No. I mean, we yeah, never we did. I don't know if we are supposed to. I don't think yeah, so. We're, no, we know we're related to each yeah, other. Yeah, we're, we're not in any of the same places, nor do we have, like, level differences. Also, we live in Seattle, so if you, like, rule out dating anyone from Amazon, <laughs> if you work at Amazon, the dating pool gets to, like, five people. Got it. So, okay, so you're you're pro-Amazon, I take it? Uh, not really. <laughs> but you work there. I think I do work there. It's it's a bit of a mystery. Like, the work culture, like, the crying at your desks, or the covid safety stuff or the bezos being a trillion jillionaire or what Ooh. i think um, all culture. Oh. You're, you're not a fan of the bezos being a I'm trillionaire not, not a fan of bezos either for at least his community involvement but yeah he doesn't do much does he and it's like i don't know how true it is but there were all those headlines around like taking away um health from like whole foods workers during covid right i saw those i don't know the details of that though yeah i don't know all right, so you, so how long have you been at Amazon for? Oh, um, I've been there for four years. Okay, so less than Lamb Chop. But yes. you surpassed him quickly then, I guess. But she's been a product manager working in tech much longer than I have. Are you also a master of business? No. No, no my background's in computer engineering. Okay, that's, that's like way better. So so I, I, I am a fellow tech employee. I don't know if you know this. Oh, no. Yeah, I work for the currently the leading car share marketplace in North America. Reach around. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and previously the le leading ride share marketplace in North America, which I assume you take frequently. 
I mean, you don't take any rideshare anymore. You don't, you don't take Ubers in Hawaii? We're huge there. No, we have a, we car. a car. We have rented a car. <sighs> All right, we fine. Well, you could. Did you rent a get around? Well, we're not it's, in Hawaii. We used, we used Car to Go a lot. That was great. Did you work for them? Car to Go sucks. Um, no, we, we actually, I think we bought a bunch of their cars when they went bankrupt a while back. Yeah. I don't remember. Well, we really appreciated their bankruptcy because it was great for us. Yeah. Their poor business model. Okay, so so Michelle, here's one of the hypotheses I have. <laughs> I think that Legends of Tron Lamb Chop and real life Lamb Chop are, are have to be very different people. I, I, I have a feeling he is more different in his non-Tron life than his Tron life compared to the rest of us. So one, I, I don't know if you agree or not, but just like describe <laughs> Lamb Chop in real life to us. Like what do people think of him? Like what is he what is he like? Are you gonna describe Tron Land Chop afterwards? Potentially. <laughs> oh, you have to do that. Um, what's a real life lamb chop like? No one calls him lamb chop. This was this was new. It's already me. very different. <laughs> yeah. It took you months to tell me your name was Lamb Chop or like your nickname was Lamb Chop. Didn't um, come out of a shy guy. Yeah. <laughs> he actually is a little shy. He is very quiet when you first meet him, and then as he becomes more comfortable, he opens up and becomes more sarcastic. So, yeah, yeah okay. I think I think his friends would describe him as sarcastic. He's like, do still, his friend do his friends like him? Yeah. All right, that's already pretty different. <laughs> <laughs> what like what what about at Amazon? What's his reputation like in Amazon? Oh, I sometimes wonder that myself. Um, it used to be. I'm asking. Pretty, I'm not asking you. Fine. She doesn't know though. She never worked with. Okay, me. I will say having you don't ask around once you start dating now. someone. Hmm? You don't like you didn't ask around once you started dating him to like find out from like mutual connections or anything. It's funny. I no 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 not really. No, we didn't have any mutual connections. I think we discovered some later. Yeah, we didn't but have not any at the time. But he has a group of. Um, friends who are female from MBA and they all vouched for him. Yeah. So that was that was promising. What they, vouch for they, they, they assured her I wasn't a murderer. That was the, that was the <laughs> main one. It actually is true. They did yeah. tell me you weren't going to be a serial killer from dating apps, so I did, could relax on that. So is that like an actual concern when you're in the Bumble game? <laughs> um, Safety is a concern, I think, for women da- on dating apps. Okay. Yeah. Get woke, Narf. I, I missed the dating app. I'll, I'll remember that for Quora in like 20 years. I don't know if there will still be dating apps, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so Sweet. now I want, okay. Dis- okay, Michelle, describe, <laughs> describe your impression of Lamb Chop's role in this league. <laughs> um, I think... From what I've heard, I described Lamb Chop as the troll in this league. He's actually been really disappointingly not this year. Really? What's with that? What's with that? Been busy at the beach. We lost Fuse. The op- it's, it's right back there to slip into old habits, and you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't do it. I feel like I was trolling quite a bit, but I think you guys are just so used to the over-the-top magnitude and ridiculousness of Fuse that, like, all my little barbs were just like not you know upsetting or weird enough that's my belief 
Gotcha. So he just told me that he trolls everyone, but it comes from a place of love. It's true. <sighs> I, I guess so. Um, <laughs> that and he's good. At fantasy, um, I guess, not being in the league. <laughs> I'm great at being in the league. I mean, I don't think you did a podcast last year, did you? Yeah, but I think that's more on the host's fault. That's like 80% of being good in the league is doing a podcast. Yeah, but that's you I blame. Uh, what, you guys were traveling? Were you in like yeah. Italy last year or no, did we, I make that up? definitely did a podcast because I talked about our traveling. Maybe. Did you go to Italy? Yes. Me and Frog went to Italy on a trip last year too. Cool. It's a shame we it's a shame we didn't did overlap. You guys get engaged? What? Um, we did not get engaged. I don't remember if I've told this story or not, but we did. Did you guys um, romantically eat a pizza together and the cheese kind of hung between you and you slowly ate it together until you came into a very tender moment together? No, that that also didn't happen. But we did do. Um, like an Airbnb experience thing where we did like a, a pasta class at the house of this like real Italian grandmother woman, um, which was awesome. And at the end of it, she told us that the whole time she thought we were a gay couple. <laughs> I, th- I think it came out cause like I was talking about Jess cause like Jess was there and, and Marilla was there at Frogger. Um, and we were like talking about going, going back to them. Um, she's like, Oh yeah. I, I thought you guys were like a couple the whole time. And the whole time I knew she was thinking that about us, but I didn't want to like actively correct her. <laughs> yeah. That was that was our trip to Italy. That's where you guys got engaged. No, we didn't get engaged in Italy. We got engaged in South Africa. Yeah. Um, is there a good engagement story here, or is it just like a pretty boring thing? Um, I think it's a good story. Michelle can tell it. What? <laughs> it was a good. It was it was a good engagement. He did a, he did a good job. He surprised me with a helicopter trip to a vineyard and then proposed on this like very scenic viewpoint. But it was funny because Jeremy was sweating bullets the whole time in the helicopter and I thought it was because he was scared of heights. <laughs> Were you afraid but, of dropping the ring out of the helicopter? That would be awesome. No, it was a fake ring. But the other part of the story is Michelle immediately lost the ring. Like, Wait, you didn't give later. her a real ring? No. You're supposed to do that, I think. Nah, not worth it. Have you given her a real ring yet? Yeah. <laughs> so Michelle, have you um, have you picked out your wedding dress yet? I do. I have it in the closet at home. Okay, because apparently uh, myself and Libby have very similar taste in wedding dress attire. So if you want to send us a picture, we can critique it for you if you want. <laughs> that could be a podcast. Me and Libby together critiquing your wedding dress. You're not going to get Libby Ooh, on the podcast. I, that's how I get her on the podcast. Oh, okay, okay. Interesting. <laughs> um, how did you discover you have this mutual interest? So, uh, apparently, we were on a bus together. I don't fully remember this. Frogger does. Um, we were on a bus together to Lionel's wedding, I think. I got to assume Lamb Shop was also on the bus, probably. Um, yeah, probably. And... I don't know. I was like sitting next to Libby or something, and I guess we started talking about wedding dresses and then realized we had the same taste. I don't know. Is this something you think of often? <laughs> well, so at the time, you I was You must have getting... something in common with everyone. Like with Danielle, they're weird about parallel parking. First of all, we're not weird. Parallel parking is fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> that's true, though. Michelle, we'll, we'll need to have a thing together as we do more and more oh, podcasts. Here you go, now. Okay. Philadelphia. Michelle went to Penn. Oh, you're... Okay, awesome. You went to Penn undergrad? Yeah. 
oh, I'm a big Philly fan. Why don't you guys get married in Philly? That's a mutual connection. That actually is why we swiped right on each other. Yeah. With really? like a Philadelphia connection. Yeah. Did you live did you live on campus all the time or did you live downtown ever? I didn't live downtown. I lived a little west of campus. Okay. From like forty second and walnut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I grew I grew up in Philly. Um is it Please. secret secretly your favorite city? Mm, I wouldn't say so. <laughs> Better than still, Seattle? No, I still like Seattle. If Amazon was in Philly, though, would that change it? No. No. <laughs> okay, fine. Philly was, like, perfect for school, um, and I liked a lot of the aspects of the city, but I think I was also ready to go to the West Coast. I moved to Seattle right after graduation, so I've been living on the West Coast for over a decade now. All right. I don't know if Philly will be our thing. We'll, we'll figure something else out. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I, I still encourage you to send a picture of your wedding dress to Olivia. <laughs> Just think of, like, if, if it's not good, don't you want to know now as opposed to at the wedding? That's true. I have time to change it then. A lot of time to change it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to give suggestions. I'm just going to tell you if it's bad. <laughs> All right. I'll keep it in mind. Um, do you guys have, like, a cool honeymoon planned? Because you're sort of travel dropping a lot of places you've been in the last year. True. No, we did not have a honeymoon in mind. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. You can go back to Hawaii. Possibly. Um, yeah, possibly. <laughs> I don't know. We've about Vietnam. We've talked about a couple places. Um, yeah. I don't know. We're, we're putting that off. All right. All right. Um, so, Michelle, <laughs> do you want to do Tronchat Wag Ranks? Oh, I don't know if I can. Oh, you can. <laughs> don't know anything about anyone. Um, so this is Tron Chat Wags, where you have to rank Libby, Randall, and um, Danielle. Almost forgot her name there, but. Based on what? Yeah. Oh, based on who you, who you liked the best. <laughs> but I liked all of them. We had like one Zoom call. Okay, so go off of that. So they're all tied for first. Yeah. You got to give me something more than that. <laughs> I don't think don't I could make it based off of that. Okay, M- Michelle, have you listened to past podcasts? We're really, we, we, we're really into like ranking things, the drama that unfolds from that, controversy. Like, you got to come with hot takes. Right. <laughs> but I don't have hot takes on this one. Do you, has, has Lamb Chop played podcasts for you before? She, I play the snippets where everyone talks about how good I am at fitness. Um, well, I assume you, I assume you prepped to come on this show, right? I, I wouldn't say we prepped. Lamb Chop plays me selective parts of Tron Chats. It's usually when he's listening to them beside me and starts laughing well, uh, to himself. You mean podcast? Don't podcast, confuse sorry. the two. Like, one's important <laughs> and one's this podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I saw, I saw where you were going there. Um, <laughs> So I assumed, like, you guys, you gave me a weird start time. You gave me 8.15. So I assumed, like, you were prepping for 15 minutes or something before this. No? No, not really. I was taking a breather from work. Yeah. I wouldn't call it prepping. Uh, all right. So we're not doing <laughs> Tron Wag breaks. Give her, I mean, fine. Yeah, that's hard. She doesn't know them. Okay, do, do Tron Chat ranks. Tron Chat ranks? Yeah. 
That, that's Anton, Lionel, Noah. That's an easy one. Oh, but that's because you know them, too. I'm flying blind here. I just feel like politically you'll do yourself less harm in the long run doing this version than wa- the WAG version. <laughs> I'm not sure this is compelling podcast. Oh, you're just giving me dead air. God. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, so, Jobs, anything? Enough. I will say I do enjoy Anton's pictures. I remember that from the Zoom call. He had a lot of photos ready, and he's also photoshopped me, ironically, into stuff. Yeah. Are you are you an Alt Frogger fan? No, I don't know Frogger. I've, no, but Alt Frogger. Those are Anton's pictures. Well, they're not Anton's pictures. Uh, Frogger's oh. gross food. Oh, Jeremy has showed me that. Yeah. That was pretty funny. The one, Chops, did you see the one from, like, this week? Yeah. That one was pretty funny. That was the first one. I'm sorry, Frog. I literally can't figure out what that was. <laughs> like, like oh, I always, I always know what the dish is, and like Anton makes fun of him, whatever. I actually cannot figure out what you made, like what the brown stringy thing is. I, it was, um, wasn't it bowworms or something? Yeah, I mean, I think Anton nailed it. Yeah, I mean, I assume Frogger might call it something else, but <laughs> is um, this what Frogger actually made? Mm-hmm. Oh, he make he makes all the food. It's it's a it's a common topic of discussion in the podcast. And he's very proud of it, allegedly. I'm sure he puts lots of effort into it. Lots of something into it. Okay, Michelle. So if you, I assume, are you rooting for for Jeremy in the playoffs? Is that a given? I wouldn't say that's a given. Actually, I feel like what? you guys need to beat him at some point. Well, we beat him every year. He doesn't win ever. He, he makes the semifinals I do win. and loses. And not only, and I'm a, I still take offense to the fact that I only get credit for one of my two championships. Why? Because I've won two championships. When was the other one? In the one of the first two years of the league, so, which conveniently people decided shouldn't count for some reason. I'm the one that decided that, not yeah. people. And it should. It shouldn't. There were like, like there was like ten teams in the league one year. It's like AUX and count running wild reptars in the league. We can't count that shit. I think it counts. If I were you, what I'd take offense to is Ed's all-time stats are now better than yours. That, that'll average out. Because Anton gave him his own franchise. True. But didn't you have to combine him with all Fuse, or is that what you did? And didn't you listen to the podcast last week that didn't get posted because I messed up my feed? <laughs> I got it. Um, I thought you didn't do that for this latest email you just sent. Or did you? Uh, no, I... I, I I don't even remember. Um, I, <laughs> some are and some aren't. I probably need standardization. Um, mm. Okay, anyway, so Michelle, if you're not rooting for Lamb Job, who are you rooting for to win this year? That's the question. Oh, well, that's a fair question. I don't think I have anyone in mind. Just Well, there are only know. six people now or so, and I don't think you even know who they are. No, I don't. I uh, would have said one of the other Tron chat. Nope. <laughs> not an option. Okay. Nor is Narf. <laughs> Nor is Narf. Nor is Yoni. <laughs> um, who else do I know? Hudson. <laughs> Don't know for Hudson. Um, it could be Hudson. I'm actually, I'm, I think I'm going to read for Hudson. Um, okay. I'm reading for Vigo. Michelle, I've got two potential segments for you right now. Okay. Um, one... 
is a is a little game, and the other is a sponsorship read. Which would you rather do? Oh, interesting. Your games kind of scare me. Oh, is actually, this the, sorry, the sponsorship read is also a game, as I now read it. Is the game another one where there'll be lots of dead air time because you ask her a question she won't be able to answer? No, it, there's actually an interesting twist on who's asking the questions in this game. Oh, interesting. Is it Lemon? Uh, it's not Lemon. Lemon might bark the question. Is it Cora? Uh, Cora is hopefully long asleep. Does Cora speak? Oh, yeah. She's like a full adult. She's like two and a half. Damn. Oh, shit. Actually, fuck. Her two and a half birthday was yesterday. I mean, we meant to give her something and we completely forgot. <laughs> But it's almost like Hanukkah, so she'll get her she'll get her stuff in. Um, yeah, she'll come on the podcast in like 10, 15 years, maybe. Mm. When she's ready to date one of the other Trons. Yeah. Okay, Michelle, why don't... Um, wait, I need to read the instructions on this ad read first. Um, okay. So the sponsor segment is called Annie Asks. Um, where I give the guest a question that Annie has devised, and you have to answer it. Um, so I'm going to give you this week's question and then you're going to do the ad read afterwards. Um, I'll let you guys co-answer the question. So this week's question is, can a tent be haunted? Ooh. This is Annie's ask. Can a tent, or sorry, Annie asks, can a tent be haunted? Yes. I vote yes. Um, elaborate while I send you this email. Um, if someone is murdered in the tent or the tent impaled someone, the spirit of that person would haunt the tent. That would be one angry ghost though. You're trapped in like a bag for most of the year and then you set up the tent and they go wild. Yeah. But what happens when, what happens when you take down the tent? And then, and then you take it down and then you re-pitch it. Like is the ghost go- gone? Does that just clear it, clear it out? No, the ghost travels with the tent. The tent is haunted. It doesn't, but uh, it's like the ghost home. Until you address the unresolved issues of the tent, the ghost will be. I feel like once you take down the tent, that that takes down all baggage associated with the tent. Why? If you if you have a haunted okay house, okay so think about it like this: if a house is haunted and yeah. you bulldoze the house, it's not haunted anymore. There's no house. But would the ghost haunt the plot of land? But if you use and if you use the same wreckage of that house to build a new house, the ghost would probably oh, kill the house. That maybe the plot, the haunting the land is true because that's how Indian burial grounds work, right? Right. True. Okay. But you said the tent was haunted, not the ground of the tent. Well, I was right. Okay, maybe I'll go with the tent can be haunted. Are we unanimous? I think so. I mean, we've got no counterpoints. Well, I started with a counterpoint, but you changed my mind. This may have been a better Annie asks you to debate where each of us took a different side. But uh, to that. All right. Lambchop, do you want to pull up your email and do this week's ad read? Oh, shit. Sure. You guys can co-read it if you want to. Um, <laughs> okay. Man, too bad someone didn't send this to me before we started recording. The and there would be so much dead air time no, right because I don't now. want people to be able okay. to read ahead of time. This podcast is brought to you by Moose Genics. Oh, you mean? Yeah. And there's like instructions at the end though. Oh. No, that's at the end. Have you become a spinster cat person who mouth kisses other people's kids in search of human touch? Then you need Moose Genics. 
Our patented man-boosting formula will make it so the women on your Wildwood team think you're an arrogant male chauvinist, which I have on good authority is very hot. To get your free sample of Moosegenics, text STRINGY rectal WORMS to the Legends of Tron group me, because you will definitely contract those. And did I mention, it'll make your splooge pool as cavernous as Vico's, so she'll like it too, which is important because Tron wags seem uniformly better than their Trons. Moosegenics is high seed mixed with shredded newspaper for thickening. Some clinical studies suggest the use of moosegenics will reduce your cure, your cube scores. Stringing rectal worms may cause unexpected poops, which she may be also like depending on what she's into. Good segment, guys. Moosegenics. That was, that was Annie S. Sponsored by Moosegenics. Um, nice. Good stuff. Take good. an order. So, Chops, you want any guesses on who wrote that one? Anton. <laughs> it wasn't. You're close, though. Ooh. Interesting. It was not Anton. Um, then I would go Priest. Oh, these are real guesses? No. <laughs> oh, no? No. Oh, I don't know. It's in the name. Oh, Moose? Yeah. Oh, I already I, named I, it after himself. Wow. The segment was called Annie Asks. Oh. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, Annie's a real person? Annie is, is Moose's wag. Oh, yeah, I knew that. The inventor of the cube score. The asker of the questions. She's almost yeah. definitely at work right now. What's your cube score? Oh, my goodness. We don't, uh, we, don't need, we don't need to go down that road. I think I can <laughs> count infinite cubes. They're just very tiny. You close your eyes. You see how many cubes you can count. Likely they're 3D. They might be spinning, and that's your cube <laughs> score. It, depend, it determines if you're a good lawyer or not. I'll let you guys have that one. Um, Okay, so, Chops, I don't know if Anton has told you this, but him uh-huh. and Noah had an idea, as you and I are the, I guess, men of business in this podcast. Oh, goodness. Um, uh-huh. To do a business speak-off. Okay, what would that so, mean? I don't know. I was going to have Michelle, in a twist of fate, host the segment. Ooh. So let's figure out how to do this, Michelle. Maybe you just prompt a generic Amazon-esque business question and see which of us can use more buzzwords <laughs> the best. All right, give me a second. I got to think of an Amazon-esque business question. I mean, literally just name a problem you're working on right now or the last meeting you had. All right. Yeah, that's true. I did have a meeting this morning. All right. How do you guys increase the engagement for customers on mobile devices? Shops, you want to go first? Oh, I think you should go first. This is your fucking wheelhouse. You work at Amazon. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's so pretty we, Okay, so we want to increase the user score, the what? The cube score on mobile devices? Here, why don't we I have an idea? Now, why don't we, like, discuss it with each other, Jargon and Lee? You think that's better? Yes. Okay, so how do we get our viral factor up? Um, I think you have to start with all of our users thinking about like how do they how how do they engage, right? Like what what's in the zeitgeist right now? Can we can we create user stories about their paths? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, geez, now I think you're winning. Um. And then how do we leverage our existing platform 
to create like a one-stop super app that just provides the value to the customer to create stickiness? Well, I think if we want true stickiness, we need more of an app-like experience. Like we're going to need to double click into every user's propensity for, you know, um, what they're doing on a daily basis. You know, so why don't we deep dive into some of their, um, you know, areas of interest. So do you think we can correlate their past behaviors and like build a regression model to tell us what they're going to, how they're going to engage on the app? I mean, if we can use machine learning to do that, I think we could. Um, but I'm worried we'll like spend too many cycles um, churning on that kind of an analysis. So I think it's better if we just iterate on our current um, mental models uh, to think about how all those users, um, you know, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure our engineering team has enough bandwidth to take this on right now or how it's going to fit um, without a strong business case into their prioritization framework. Um, oh, let's just use maybe, an away team. Yeah, so maybe if we just use, oh, an away team? Yeah, yeah I think an away team model makes sense here. Okay. Um, I feel like we solved it, right? I'm pretty sure we did. I think we nailed it. All right, Michelle, who won? I think I'm going to give it to Narf because the word that I kept thinking of was framework, and he said that. God damn it. Yes, you got to say framework. <laughs> uh, I think you did better than I did, too, Narf. I do, too. Thank you. In my defense, I have not done any work in quite a while. Um, well, do you want to talk about that? Do you still have a job? Um, I have a job. Um, so the news is that I have tendered my resignation at Amazon, and my last what? day is Friday. Um and uh, I will be leaving Amazon after seven and a half years. Um, and instead, um, where I currently work on monetization for the Fire TV device, I just should have said that. Yeah, um, yeah monetization uh, is a good one. <laughs> monetization yeah. is a good one. I cast my mind several times. Um, so I do that. Um, I'm leaving Amazon. I'm going to a mobile app uh, company called OfferUp, um, which is like a re-commerce app right now um where you can sell shit um, what does what does re-commerce mean i mean it's like you sell stuff sell previously owned or used stuff so it's like you could sell something there um you can also are, buy are it. you just are you well, describing like ebay yeah it's like craigslist what is it ebay like what are you what, i'm confused um it's got like it's similar like ebay has elements of that craigslist right where you sell stuff it focuses on local like connecting buyers and sellers locally, um, but they've expanded to do not just local, like national sales and shipping and stuff. And so they're looking to grow the business um, and I'm gonna be doing corporate strategy for them to help them grow the business. Interesting. Um, so you're leaving Amazon and you're not gonna be coworkers anymore. What's that gonna do sure. to your relationship? Um, it will either collapse or get stronger is my um One extreme prediction. or the other. Yeah. Well, you've still got another year left, so that makes sense. Um, oh, you're like the yeah. only one that's come to this podcast that actually has like had new shit happen to them, I think. I know. Next and actually, I year. interviewed and quit Amazon while in Hawaii. So all that happened since we've been here. Um, so is OfferUp, are they based in Seattle too? They're, yeah, they're based in Bellevue, which is just outside Seattle. Like how, like how, how big are they? How many, how many employees? Um, I think it's about 300 employees. It's still, it's a... Pre-IPO startup, and they're they're venture backed. Yeah, 
I haven't. I definitely have not heard of that. Have you heard of Let Go? Let Go? Yeah. They acquired Let Go earlier this year. So it's just different apps for buying and selling junk, pretty much. So when do you you start? uh, Beginning of January. Gotcha. Um, Might be. I assume you're not going in in person, right? Have you met met anyone in person? No, they, I did all the interviewing remotely on video, and they're moving to a remote first uh, work approach. Oh, we're remote first. I hate it so much. <laughs> I don't like going to the office. Yeah. Well, how many dogs and kids do you have at home? Uh, good question. We want to get a dog, but we don't have one at the moment. Yeah, it, it might change. It might change your mind on on that stance. We frequently dog sit and enjoy it very much. Um, do you want to dog sit for lemon? Sure. Okay, if you just come to Boston, <laughs> it won't be that hard. Um, well, this is interesting. Like, I think a lot of people in the league think of you as Amazon. That's your whole identity. You're going to have to, like, yeah. shift this up. I mean, my whole identity after being the best manager in the league, but yeah. Oh, God. And I, I shouldn't have posted those stats. I did want to, so I'm curious, like, which is, if you had to choose between 2012 Lamb Chop and 2020 Lamb Chop, fantasy teams, which, uh, which do you think is better? Who's your favorite? Oh, shit. Um, I don't totally remember the 2012 team except for CJ Spiller. Um, I think that's the only... Oh, the only on, the, on the Bills? Yeah. That's the only player I remember explicitly being on that team. I really like my team this year because I went into the draft really wanting Kyler Murray and Josh Allen and thinking they'd have big years, and they have. Um, and also feeling great about Derrick Henry um, and yeah, targeting him. I, I don't know. I, I was very happy I got my big targets this year, and they paid off. Do you feel like the media has sort of like undersold your season? Like it wasn't really a narrative until recently that this was the best team of all time. I think there was some underselling. I think the lack of power rankings is part of that. I was mostly disappointed that there was not more media coverage of my blockbuster trade of Ryan Tannehill for um, Chubb. That happened? Yeah, Chubb is on my team. I have Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb on my team. Oh, no, I I know that. I didn't know you acquired him via trade of Tannehill. Who was that trade with? Yoni? Anton. Anton traded Chubb for Tannehill? Yeah. Why? Because oh, was it after Dak went down and, and Anton needed a quarterback? He needed a quarterback and Chubb was on injured reserve. And I was cruising. I gotcha. Michelle, do you play fantasy football? I do. In fact, the first time when I went over to her apartment when we were dating, the thing that caught my eye is next to our TV, she had a giant fantasy football trophy because she was the reigning champion of her league. Shit, so your league gets trophies too? <laughs> yeah, we have a big trophy. It's been going on for about 11 years. What do you guys do for last place, though? We haven't gotten, like, the Sacco trophy. Um, but they do have a live draft every year. <laughs> That's just because we all live in Seattle. Okay, so this is obviously a better league. So are, were you were you offered a spot in Legends of Tron? You were. were you? Yeah, she was. Oh, you actually were? No. Informally. I think okay. Anton offered it through me, and I was like, nah. <laughs> Jeremy's communication about certain sports events with the the members of Tron are, are very questionable. I'm apparently in a fantasy soccer league as well that I still don't have the login info for. You do too. So he just manages your team? Is that how this marriage is? No, I don't work? think anyone manages my team. No, no manages it, but I think she's in second place. <laughs> um, so, okay. So you do play fantasy football, not in our league. Your league does a live draft every year. Yeah, that seems pretty standard. <laughs> no, but I think you guys are much more active with your league. 
our league doesn't do a lot of trades or as much. We don't. Though we do we get to a lot of trades. We have like one or two trades a season. That's yeah. probably the same as ours. But we have a pretty active group, me, a very devoted podcast fan base, <laughs> and we have used to do power rankings. So I'm pretty proud of that. I do miss the power rankings. Look, this is this has been a good media season. I, I'm. It hasn't. People this should has be happy a, with the podcast you've got. No, this has easily been the best podcast season, I would say. Easily. Um, yeah. And that was even before we had Michelle on to host our, our business league competition. God, that was so bad. Um, the unfortunate part is you might have to come back in like two weeks if you're in the finals. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> which I'm not looking forward to doing. Um, which will totally happen. So is there is there any... I, I'm sure there's no team that, that you're really afraid of, uh, seeing how good your team is. But who is there anyone you view as competition in the playoffs? I mean, I have to view the other two uh, managers who have had historically strong seasons. I, I actually want, I might use some of my spare time this week when I'm supposed to be working, but won't be, to do some deep diving into the data on like draft strategy. Because I think my, I, what I recall is that CB Hudson and I were the slowest to spend our money and all did the best. So CB was definitely, he got a lot of praise yeah. for that. I don't remember you or Hudson. Uh, I, definitely, I definitely took a long time before getting anyone, and I feel like Hudson sort of did too, if I recall correctly. But um, I think there was definitely a correlation of the dispar- lack of parity this year in terms of people who are more strategic with the auction and people who had no idea who that they were doing. And but I, I was really strategic with the auction, and my team's not good. So how do you explain that? Um, I, I guess I meant good strategy. Oh, good strategy. Um, yeah. I'm actually quite worried that my team is going to end up losing the Trump Bowl because it is because with Carson Wentz just getting benched, like my team is fucking terrible right now. Yeah. What do you guys do for the loser? It, it's <laughs> unclear. <laughs> Potentially nothing. Anton re- forgot to like vote on punishment, so it's going to be nothing. We've done different things. Um, the best one was probably putting a fo- having to hang a photo of the winner's choice somewhere in your house for a year. No, um, no, the best one was the music video Priest had to make. That was pretty great. I was happy about that. That was my punishment suggestion. Oh, I think those were the only punishments we've ever actually done. I don't think... Well, there like, was supposed think, like, to be a trophy one that I don't think Moose ever did. Oh, so, right. Was he supposed to make a trophy for, for the winner? It was for Fuse, so no one cared, I think. That's a shame. That's a shame. Um, so who, if you had, who are you hoping to get in the finals? Or actually, let me. Who Vigo. do you have? Do you have anyone in in mind to pick next week? Vigo. Okay. Assume Vigo loses. Oh. Um, Are you more afraid of CB or Hudson? Um. I mean, frankly, I'm probably gonna choose whichever one is or the non-CB or Hudson is my guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure you will. You'll end up choosing uh, Priest probably because he'll be in mm-hmm. Moose. Um, I don't know their teams off the top of my head, so I think CB is the more wily uh, manager, so I'd probably go Hudson because I think he's going to choke under the pressure because, you know, he's new to this level of competition in the playoffs. Everything changes in the playoffs. That's as what I say. Who yeah. who do you think makes for a better podcast pair for the for the championship game? Ooh. Oh, that is... Ooh. I mean, me and Priest. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> Of the CB Hudson's, probably Hudson, maybe. CB's too nice. Have you... 
I assume you've met Hudson, right? Yeah, we met at Wildwood. Okay, close enough. Um, I got along well with him, I thought, and he commented to me at the end, wow, you're way nicer than I thought from all the league stuff. I didn't even remember that, but even more reason that I put you two on my Wildwood line. We've got great chemistry. <laughs> I enjoyed Hudson. He was fun to hang out with. Yeah, I realized after I picked you that I really overthought that one and should not. By the way, I was literally stunned when you picked me. I I thought. I could not believe it. Yeah, I also couldn't believe it because, like, I didn't pick, like, Frogger or any of the people I, like, actually like. Um, No offense. (laughs) No, I I enjoy having Lamb Chop at at Wildwood. Um, Anyway, Chops, look, any... um, I'll give you a sec. Do you want to do any other bragging or have, do you feel like you've, you've said enough about your team? I think the numbers say enough about my team. Um, I don't want to belabor. I mean, it's been going on for years, so I don't think I have to brag every year when I, you know, set new records. Um, it just seems like gauche, frankly. Okay. Um, so, you know, I'll leave it at your email. Um, and then my one email following up to be mean to Ed. I think that's Yeah, that really sucks for... <laughs> Ed literally has the best season of all time not to make the playoffs. In but I, uh, I, before I got Chubb from Anton, I was trying to get McCaffrey from Ed for the same trade, and Ed wouldn't do it. McCaffrey for Tannehill? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that probably would have helped Ed. I, I mean, Tannehill's Ka- been good this year. Yeah. Well, was McCaffrey – I'm assuming McCaffrey was injured at the time of the yeah. trade or no? Oh, yeah. He, he's been injured ever since, but I was trying to get someone who was injured but would come back. Well, who would you rather have right now, Chubb or McCaffrey? Oh, Chubb. Chubb is being awesome. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, if McCaffrey's healthy, it, it, I, I would probably say Chubb, too, uh, for the, I mean, for the, the Brown, floor, at least. The Browns are looking stronger as a team, so. Yeah. All right. All right, Chops. Um, <laughs> thank you for coming on the podcast. Michelle, Thanks thank for you having. for coming on the podcast. It's good talking to you, Nar. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll do it again sometime. Um, enjoy your last weeks in Hawaii. And your last week at Amazon. Do you lose? Well, you don't get a discount on stuff, do you? No, there are no benefits I'm losing. Oh, plus I guess Michelle will just get all that, like free Prime yeah, and stuff. Yeah, but also there are just no benefits anyway, so it's not really losing out on anything. All right. All right. So so next week, if you want to record a podcast segment announcing your, your decision for next week, I, I might consider playing it. Okay, I'll think about that. Um, <laughs> otherwise, I'll either see you the week after or likely next year when you choke in the semifinals. We shall see. All right. Shall see. Well, enjoy the snow and the cold <sighs> and your child and dog and wife. Uh, I hate all of those things. <laughs> all right. And see Noah. you guys. Michelle, like, oh, I love Noah. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. bye. bye.